Hey, hey, sister, let's get ready to lace up and level up because we are hot girl walking and talking. I'm Maggie, your host and hype girl, and I've got to share some exciting news with all of you because this would not be possible without you. This podcast officially launched last week, and in that amount of time, from last week to today, we have officially hit more than 1,000 downloads. And when I say we, I mean me and you and every single baddie who takes time out of her day to listen to this podcast because without you, like I said, this wouldn't be possible. So thank you again from the bottom of my heart. I am so beyond grateful for you, sister. And of course, I want to make this show as great as it can be. So please feel free to leave feedback wherever it is that you're listening, like, share, subscribe, Anything that you want to hear more of, please feel free to send me an email over at heymaggie at weprevail.biz, or you could hit me up on TikTok at yourhypegirlmags, or you can find me on Instagram at magalonius. And I want you to be so pumped up for today because we are going to cover so much amazing stuff, and I want to make sure that we are staying intentional and really making the most of this time right here. I don't think that I've asked this question here before, so I want to pose it to you now. Do you ever feel like you get distracted? And by that, I mean you are clearly doing one thing, you're focusing on one thing, like listening to this podcast, but at the same time, there are a million other things going through your head. Maybe not at first, but you notice that after a minute or two minutes or three minutes, your mind starts to wander, like that kind of distracted. And I ask this question because I can be a very distracted person. Like, I'll sit down with a book, and I'm getting ready to read, and I'll go through a page or a page and a half, and then I'll just get to this point where I realize I'm looking at the words, and I'm moving across the page, but I'm thinking about something else. And then I get frustrated, and I try to go back to reread what I already read, but then I'm still thinking about that thing I was thinking about, and then it just turns into, like, this vicious cycle. And then it starts to snowball and everything starts to pile on top of each other. And before I know it, I am just a ball of anxiety. So if you can relate to this, sister, I totally feel you because this was my life. This was out of control for me. And the people around me, the people closest to me, they could tell that it would happen. And then I would kind of transform into a different person. I would become more irritable. I would start to snap. And it was like out of nowhere, I would just become a different person. And it would all start with getting distracted. And for most of my life, I didn't think that I could do anything to change the fact that I was distracted. In fact, I actually made it a part of my identity. So because I made it part of my identity and I just started telling people that I was distracted and sometimes it would kind of throw me off guard, instead of trying to fix it, I just let it become part of me and then I had no reason to try to fix it. This is a dangerous place to be. Because once we make something part of our identity and we start to tell people that that's who we are, the chances that we are going to work on changing it or making it better drastically diminish because we've decided that's who we are. So I can't fix it because it's just part of me. So I became somebody who was just distracted and I would tell people that, so of course I wasn't going to work on it. And we're going to cover all of that in just a minute, but I want to go back to the distracted part because there's a really good chance that as you're listening to this or even throughout your day, you feel distracted at some point. And a lot of times when we feel distracted, instead of trying to redirect our thoughts back to the thing that we were doing, we just let those thoughts take over, we let our distraction win, and then we stop doing what we were originally doing. 
So I want to call this behavior out right now because there's a chance that you're listening and then your mind starts to wander and then you come back and you're like, oh, what did she just say? But you don't really want to rewind it and it's just this whole thing. So let's call it out right here and start to work on it so that you can become less distracted and actually get more done in a shorter amount of time. Here's what I have noticed with myself and with my clients when it comes to getting distracted. In general, when people start to get distracted, instead of redirecting themselves back to whatever it is that they're doing at hand, they get irritated with themselves, they get frustrated, they start to beat themselves up, and then eventually they just stop doing the thing because they feel like they have no control over their thoughts. And in the moment, it might feel like you don't have control over your thoughts, but just because you feel that way doesn't make it a fact. It doesn't mean that you can't change it and get back on track and refocus your attention. So I want you to try this. The next time that you find yourself getting distracted and you start to think about what you're making for dinner or what's going on at work tomorrow or any thought that pops into your head, instead of getting frustrated about it, Focus on the thought, recognize that it's there, take a deep breath, and then come back to the task at hand, which in this case is listening to this podcast. It might seem simple, it might seem like, oh, I've tried this before and it doesn't work, but I want you to give it an intentional chance. Because you know, girlfriend, we talk about this every day, our thoughts are powerful and our thoughts create our reality and... The best part about it is that our thoughts are 100% within our control. So when we are mindless about something and we forget that we are in control of our thoughts, of course they're going to run away from us. If we're focusing on something like reading or listening to a podcast or being all in in a conversation with a friend, if we are mindless about our thoughts, they are going to start to run haywire. And before you know it, you are thinking about 30 other things that have nothing to do with the task at hand. You are not helpless to your thoughts. Regardless of what you may have thought in the past, regardless of all of the times that you told yourself that you cannot control them, you absolutely can. And I'm here to make sure that you make it happen because what's the point of you being here right now, sister? The point is that you are leveling up You are becoming the best version of yourself, you're moving your body, and you are doing what is necessary to become better every single day. And I promise you, it would be impossible to truly become better if you didn't start to take control of your thoughts instead of letting them control you. Here's how the human brain works. We cannot control the first thought that comes into our head, but we can control the second and the third and the fourth thought. However, If you're not in control of your thoughts, then of course they're going to do whatever they want and they're going to go down whatever road that they want. But don't beat yourself up because you can't control that first one. None of us can control that first thought. We get to take control and we get the power when we get to choose where we go after that first thought. Make sense? So let's sum this up. When you find yourself getting distracted and you start to think another thought, recognize that it's happening. Don't beat yourself up because it's happening and bring your attention back to the task at hand. This could happen 30 different times throughout one 20 minute podcast and that's okay. Just keep reverting your thoughts back to the task at hand and it will get easier. I promise you sister, but you've got to be willing to take that first step and take control of where your thoughts are going after that first thought enters your mind. 
Okay, I feel like I've said the word thought too many times, so let's switch gears and let's check in. Where are you right now, girlfriend? Are you hot girl walking? Are you at the grocery store? Are you chilling at home? Wherever it is, I want you to take a deep breath and pull your shoulders back, straighten up a little bit, fix that posture, adjust your crown, and remind yourself that you are building the life that you deserve and you are taking the steps every single day to become that absolute best version of you. How incredible is this? You are choosing to become the best version of you and nobody else has any control over that. You could easily be doing something else right now or taking care of somebody else's needs, but instead you are here and I want to give you so much credit and remind you that I am so proud of you because it is human nature for us to focus on everybody else and put our own needs on the back burner. But you have decided to choose differently and you understand that to truly be your best for everybody else that you love and care about, you need to take care of yourself. You are doing amazing, girlfriend, even in those moments where it feels overwhelming, even in those moments where you feel like you can't, you are continuing to prove yourself wrong and that is why you're becoming stronger and leveling up in every area of your life. I'm proud of you, sister. Don't look back because you're not going that way. Let's keep moving forward. And if you are walking right now, maybe you're jogging, maybe you're doing a little bit of a combination of both, I want you to pick up the pace for just a few seconds, 15, 20 seconds, get your heart rate pumping a little bit higher, show your body what you're made of, and make this the best hot girl walk that you have ever had. Now that we are super pumped up and we are reminded of how capable we are and we are just crushing it in every area, Let's switch gears because I told you I was going to come back to this part after we talked about being distracted. So now I want to talk a little bit about what it means to define our own identity and how that can actually be harmful if we aren't careful about how we do it. Let's go back to the example about being distracted. So like I said, I was a distracted person for a very long time and part of the reason that it wasn't getting any better is because I made that part of my identity. And because I decided that I was a distracted person and I started telling people that that's who I was, it became more and more cemented in my brain and it felt like it was farther and farther away from something that I could actually change. And it wasn't until I actually called myself out and said, hey, what if you're not a distracted person? What if you stopped telling yourself and other people that you get distracted easily? How would that change? And here's the craziest part, girlfriend. Once I decided that I was no longer a distracted person, and once I stopped telling people that that was part of who I was, it got easier to change and focus on becoming less distracted. Let's give this some more practicality. So I want you to think about an area of your life where you have defined yourself as a certain thing. And not only have you decided that that is part of your personality, but you also tell other people that this is who you are. So maybe you tell people that you're just an anxious person. Or maybe you say, well, I'm just lazy. That's why I don't work out. Or maybe you say, well, I'm skeptical or I'm cynical and that's why I can't date anybody. Any trait that we use to define ourselves, whether they're healthy or unhealthy, any trait that we choose to make part of our identity, the more that we tell ourselves that it's true and that's who we are, 
And the more that we tell other people that that's who we are, the more that it becomes our reality. And maybe that used to fly before you were becoming the best version of yourself, but we can't have that anymore, sister, because you are choosing differently and you are choosing to level up and there is no space to define yourself in a negative way as you become the best version of you. It might be that you have spent years defining yourself a certain way. And I'll give you another example from my personal life because another way that I described myself for years was anxious. I told everybody about my anxiety. And I almost used it as a crutch because I thought, well, if I tell you I have anxiety and then I start acting anxious, you can't get mad at me because I've already told you that it exists. But think about how dangerous this concept is. So we call ourselves out about it and we tell other people about it and then we start acting that way because we say that that's who we are and then this cycle continues viciously round and round where we are the thing because we say we are the thing and then we act like the thing. Do you see where I'm going with this and how detrimental it can be? Not only to your mental health, but to creating your future? Even though I said that I didn't like having anxiety, it was all that I talked about. It was one of the main traits that I used to define myself. So even when I said, oh, I want to get better at fixing my anxiety, nothing changed. And actually, it got worse before it got better because I made it such an integral part of who I was. So we got to break this cycle, sister. Whatever it is that you're thinking about, how you define yourself, think of those traits that you don't want to have, but you've made them a part of who you are. And you can actually take this a step further. So if you're walking right now, don't worry about it. Just do this when you get home. But if you have time and you're not moving your body right now, take your notes app on your phone, grab a pen and paper, and write down these traits that you have described yourself as for so long. Write them all down. And if you can't write them down, no worries. Just think about them. Pick maybe one or two that are at the very top of your list. And again, these are things traits that you have defined yourself as that you want to change, but they have become a part of your personality. The first thing that we need to do to start to change this negative feedback loop and change the way that we think about ourselves is we need to stop telling anybody who will listen that we are this thing. We have got to stop selling ourselves short and thinking that we need to call ourselves out and degrade ourselves to other people to show that they can't hurt us because we've already called ourselves out about whatever it is. And this goes hand in hand with being nicer to ourselves. So of course, we are working on treating ourselves nicer and thinking nicer thoughts about ourselves, but this is an extension because this also shows that not only are we focusing on not picking ourselves apart, but we're also not downplaying ourselves to everybody else around us because that's not fair. And that's just not what a hot girl does. So we've got to stop telling everybody that this is who we are. Now that we have determined that we are done telling everybody these negative things about ourselves, the second step in this process is flipping the script so that we can start to believe something different. And I need to reiterate that this part takes time. Because at first, when you start telling yourself something different, your brain is going to be like, no, that's not true. This is who you really are. And your inner mean girl is going to be like, no, 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 get back down here. Remember? So we need to take this in stride. And I need you to truly accept that this is a process. And at first it's going to feel weird. And there is no other way to get to the other side of this, but to go through it. 
So we've got to flip the script and we have to start replacing those negative traits with more positive ones. For example, if you are somebody who has defined yourself as being an anxious person, it's time to flip the script. So instead, you are a calm person and you do not waste your time worrying about things that you cannot control. That's your new identity, girlfriend. Let's do another example. So let's say you are somebody who says that you are skeptical or cynical and there's no way that you could date or even make new friendships because you cannot be vulnerable to other people. It's time to flip the script, sister. So if you are somebody who has said this about yourself repeatedly over and over again, you are now a person who is willing to try. And you are now a person who does not hold current people accountable for what somebody else has hurt you for in the past. You're not cynical. You're not skeptical. You are so excited to be able to meet new people and do new things because that's who you are. That's your new identity, girlfriend. And finally, if you are somebody who has called yourself lazy over and over and over again and it has become part of your personality, you are now someone who is driven. You are so willing to become the person that you deserve to be and nothing is going to get in your way. There are going to be moments when you're tired and there are going to be moments where you're going to say, nah, not today, but you are driven and you are creating the life of your dreams. So you're going to get up and you are going to do what you promised yourself you were going to do because you know that the outcome is going to be far greater than wasting the opportunity by doing nothing. Do you see how incredible this is? Girl, I cannot stress this enough. You are not defined by who you were and you are not a prisoner to your thoughts. You have so much power and so much control over what you think and where you go from here. And it might be that you didn't recognize that before, but now that you know and now that you are aware of how much power you have, we can't go back. We don't want to go back. We're not that person anymore. And if you don't believe me, I want you to take that in a very literal sense. The cells that make up our body are literally regenerating themselves every few days so that every several days, you have an entire new set of cells in your body. Do you know how incredible that is? So of course, if your body can do it, your mind can do it, you can become anybody. And not only do you have the power to do it, but you deserve it. There are enough people in the world who are hoping that we don't succeed. They're hoping that we don't change anything so that we continue to feel miserable. We don't need to be a part of that crowd. There's enough of those people out there and they're the ones who are never going to do anything to become better. And that is not who we are. If you have felt powerless in the past, I completely understand because I was right there with you, girlfriend. I know that feeling, that feeling of helplessness, hopelessness, and feeling like there's really no way that we could ever change even though we're so desperate for it. And now you have the tools and the resources to be able to truly change your life and break free from that vicious cycle. And you know that it is my job to help you get there in any capacity. So if you've been thinking about working one-on-one -on -one with me to change your life, change your mindset, build consistency, or maybe you just need a workout plan or a nutrition plan, 
We can talk about any of these things in a one-on-one call. Just let me know, girl. Hit me up. And as we wrap up this episode, I need you to know that I am so proud of you. I want you to take everything that we talked about today and put it into action. Go crush the rest of your day, and I will catch you on the flip side.